Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Anything else, Bobby? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Kitty Box. How are y'all doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I was glad to be back with you for another episode. Definitely doing a lot of self-care this week. Taking care of myself, taking care of home. Um, yeah, that's how I'm doing. I mean, that's right. I'm good. I've just been chilling. I'm on vacation this week. So, you know, birthday celebrations and things of that nature and just working hard. I may be on vacation, but I'm also working hard on, you know, Tika Naturals, bitch. So that has been, I've been really nice. I rearranged my little uh, shoebox of an apartment. It looks so good now. I'm, I'm really here for it. Um, it's been a good week. Plenty of dick. <laughs> uh, wish, I, wish, I say, wish I could say the same. Ciao. Dick off. Oh, Ciao. <laughs> uh, see, see, look at me. I just said I was going to be good. Here I am with the bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, Ciao. Right. Like, Bring it in. Uh, Okay, anyway. My week has been, my week was good. I was productive. I've got a lot of content out. I saw um, Scream earlier this month, or last month, because this is February, and um, did a review on that. I'm so glad Portia is over with. But that was a really wild ride for me to be on watching that show and reviewing it. And um, yeah, I'm just ready for a nice month. Um, it's February, so I'm ready for Tika Natchez to come out because I, I need more of my supply, honey, in my system. And um, ready for more Kitty Box. Heard. My album is out. Oh, it's actually out right now. Um, Congratulations on the album. The lead so. single is definitely hot. Thank you. It's been Thank on constant you. repeat. So I'm here for it. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope that y'all enjoy this album and that it just grows with you and that it just empowers you and um, it holds you over to the third part because I am, I'm coming. I'm on my way. I'm cooking, <laughs> whipping it up in the kitchen. <laughs> She's baking. Yeah. She's, She's been done. She's been done. She's been done. all right y'all so we got to get into some things all right so the topic for today is going to be stop being delusional in relationships how you feel is probably exactly what it is stop allowing these men to make you feel crazy bitch because they try it Thoughts before I go in. Mm. I'm trying to think how can I relate to that. Um, And I'm trying to think of instances in my head, you know, past relationships. Oh, you want me to set it up? Yeah, please do. Go ahead. Let me set it up real quick. So a lot of times when we're with people, there's more of a... There's attraction and there's obsession. And I think a lot of people misconstrued the two like being with someone you could be uh, an infatuation is really what i meant to say as well like you develop an infatuation and a low-key obsession for this person especially when you're low-key 
probably broken or haven't been used to being in certain types of relationships. I feel like men have the ability to key in on certain things about your personality. And even though they have fucked up, they've done wrong, they have this crazy ability to turn it right back around on you. This is giving me very personal tease. I mean, yeah. I mean, it is my topic. I brought it up because of it from experiences, but I feel like men have a weird way of make turning it out around on us and making us seem like we're the crazy ones when really they're the ones out here doing all the philandering, all the the yah 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 out here in these streets, girl, lying, cheating, all of the, all of the things that they try to t- like. What did Keisha Cole say, child? What she say? I should have cheated. I should have cheated. You know, everything <laughs> that they, they're doing, they try to accuse you of doing because they're really the one doing the shit. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, the girl's got to get out of that fantasy. You have to realize when you're being used, when you're being played with, and stop blaming yourself when really it's the dude who needs to be the one blamed, flogged in the street, dragged to the middle of nowhere, and beheaded. Kat, I'm gonna let you start with this one. <laughs> um, I've been there. I think my advice, I'm gonna start with my advice and then my example. Um, advice, just take off the rose-colored glasses. See them for being human, you know? I was telling a friend the other day how it was just so odd for me to see someone. This wasn't even a romantic partner, but it was just odd for me to see somebody in a human life because I have romanticized them as this like I can't do any wrong type of person for so long and um it, it just it, it, it lets you down and it disappoints you every time and that person is actually calling me right now uh that is so weird but my example is I remember dating a guy and we would have our issues and we would have our problems and when I would try to talk them out with him Instead of taking any accountability for himself, it would always be this sort of, well, you did this, well, you did this, well, you act like I'm the only one. It's like, in order for me to show him what he did wrong, we gotta put me on front street. And my argument would always be, I have no problem taking accountability, but right now we're talking about you and what you did. And we can't even go down this street because you said you're trying to drag me by the hand to make sure I go with you. and. I think that's very immature. I think that's very immature. So I think... And I'm sorry to cut you off. It's also narcissistic as fuck. Yeah. It is. Because that's how men do, child. They'll sit around and they'll play around and like, okay, I know I can't do X, Y, and Z. And that's why I said sometimes how something is is probably what it really is. Like, because you're so fucked up about this dude you keep thinking in your head like, okay, well, maybe it's something else. Well, maybe it's me. Or maybe I'm just looking too deep into the situation. No, honey, it is exactly what it is. And don't let that man make you feel like you're the one that's losing your mind, child, because that's how they do it. Exactly. Sorry, the fire. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I was just basically just saying like, Take off the rose-colored glasses and just see these people for who they really are. If you feel something, go with that. Question that. Have a conversation with that. Honor that. Like, you have that feeling for a reason. You're listening to your body. Not just when it comes to your health. Your body can speak to you. It is a living being. You know, like, 
So if it's telling you that something is wrong, if your impulses, your instincts are telling you that something is wrong, leave. Leave. Sometimes you can see the train headed for the wall before it crashes. Mm. Okay. Now I'm going to be 100% honest with y'all. Um, this topic here is a little difficult for me to relate to. Um, as y'all know, like I'm, I'm kind of a hard bitch. Like, as soon as I see any signs of bullshit, I'm like, fuck you, I'm out. Um, mm. I can say that earlier, you know, in my life, probably, you know, 15 years ago when I was dating drug dealers and shit like that. <laughs> Two of them, by the way. But, mm. but anyway, I think I did have a bit of a delusion when it came to them actually being out and open because, of course, they were DL or whatever. So I feel like that's a big thing within our community is like dealing with DL guys and kind of being in love and infatuated with this masculinity or whatever. And you know that these guys are never gonna fucking come out. And it's so weird because we were just talking about TikTok earlier. Like it's like this trend on TikTok about DL men and shit like that. It's like every few videos I see, it's like some dude talking about dealing with a DL dude. And I just fucking pass that shit because I'm like, why are we still doing that in 2022? But I think that's something that I probably dealt with earlier in my life as far as being semi, you know, delusional or whatever when it comes to that and just having an open, um, you know, situation with those type of guys. But as of recently, maybe, I mean, the last guy I kind of dealt with, I think I spoke on that maybe the last episode about the guy who kind of ghosted me a little bit. Like he did show me those signs then and I should have just went with it then. But other than that, I don't really, I, I cut motherfuckers but off. But you gave a good example <laughs> though, because I, that, that, that's the other end of that spectrum though going through that whole DL situation and just thinking in your mind, like, okay, I'm the one that can make him so comfortable. You know, we all sometimes have that delusion, like, okay, I'm that bitch that's going to make that dude feel more comfortable to come out or be, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, girl, please, how many others has he had before us that probably thought the same exact thing and he's that man is still going to do exactly what he's been doing, child, living on the down low. And, and I, I think, think too the girls delusional to even think that that you're gonna drag somebody out of out of the closet. That's a fucking recipe for disaster. Just to even have that type of uh, mentality that you're gonna drag especially somebody out of the closet or those, to come the fuck out. Especially the dudes that dwell in those particular spaces, like hood dudes, drug dealers, people who walk gang members. You know, because I've been with some gang members. Child. Okay, hello God. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes, honey. I sure have, but there will that girl uh ain't nothing that I, I, I know I say I'm that girl, but I'm not that much of that girl. I don't have that power and I don't think anybody does. These men will not be moved, girl. So I'm with you on that. Because I think I was there several times. I think another um, situation that I see quite often within our community is people get into relationships with, uh, I call them like club hoes or whatever, and think that they're going to bring them out of the club and like this person is going to want to sit home with you and, you know, be that type of boyfriend that you want. And that shit, I've never seen that work. 
So maybe that's something I have to feel like a lot of people are delusional about. It's getting I like, see that in heterosexual. Yeah, right. Even I see that heterosexual relationships. It's horrible. The girl always thinks, oh, I'm going to make him take vitamins and he's going to wake up every Sunday and cook breakfast and cut the grass. I'm going to make him exercise more. And it's just like, girl, please. He's still eating Burger King and probably still slutting out the local whore. <laughs> Iriana, honey. This is what it um, is. Two things I want to say. First, um, y'all bring up y'all's points brought up a different side to the topic that sometimes it's not what these men say it's what they do so sometimes mm. you just need to read the room and if you see that he is not in alignment with the way you're trying to live or trying to get him to go then you know take the hint um and to, to these late points some of these men like jay-z for instance it took him a while he had to sow his wild oats and get it out of his system but now he is who Beyonce wanted him to be, and she had to, you know, go through a lot of hell to get it, but but that just goes to show you that it's easier just to accept someone for who they are and just have that compatibility than to try to change them. Because she wasted like 20 years of happiness trying to get him to be who he is right now. And who's so that's why now? Solange is so important. Because I feel like after Solange whooped his ass in that elevator, honey, that's when things started turning around for the better, honey. The <laughs> girls were going on tour. The girls were celebrating their children, honey. They were happier. They were publicly making out. Child, I was. it seemed like Solange really saved their relationship. Shout out Solange to her. I think Beyonce also had like an agreement with him. Like, I'm going to therapize this the, the best way I know how. And if that means putting all of our business into this album, then so be it. I believe there is a Becky with the good hair. I and there was corn in there. Hell yeah, it was corn. You know it was a good business. Beyonce said, girl, if you're going to make a fool of me, we might as well be fools making money. Huh. Right. What they say? Uh, fuck you, don't even say, pay me for my pain. <laughs> pay me for my pain. Hello. <laughs> Cut the check. And another funky don't even quote, and this goes for Jay Z. Either you gonna pay on the front end or the back end, but you gonna pay. So overall, I think it's it comes down to I've never had, have y'all had okay. Let's let's hold on. Fuck what I was about to say. Are have y'all had any situations where a guy has made you feel crazy? Uh, yeah. yeah. Can we yeah. On that and kind of get into that? Yeah. Or Whitey um, or Cat. You want to go, Kat? I guess, because I'm not going to elaborate too much. Um, it wasn't the guy that was gaslighting and being narcissistic. This was a narcissist, too, but am I attracted to narcissistic men? Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, Break this guy. Through. Okay. Break the, this guy shout out to the kitty box, honey, where we have breakthroughs coming in. Hello, God. <laughs> we will lift you. This guy started off as a friend and we kind of progressed to something more and it just didn't work out. But I think it worked for me. It just stopped working for him. And instead of him communicating that, he just kind of ghosted. So I lost a love interest and a friend in one at the same time. Mm. So that kind of hit me really hard. And I 
y'all know because I would be on the phone with y'all constantly this nights. Like, what is going wrong? What did I do wrong? Like, help me analyze the situation. And I gotta thank y'all because I know if y'all would have been coming to me as many times as I was coming to y'all, we wouldn't be friends. I would have been cussed y'all ass out. But <laughs> anytime you need a friend, I will be here. I was relentless and I was just really just torn apart because it, it hit me out of nowhere. And I think I, I felt crazy. I felt like I was losing my damn mind. And it was really just... A man that made me feel crazy. Well, honestly, throughout my life, because I'm bipolar as hell, um, I suffer from bouts of depression, so I'm automatically crazy as hell. But coupled with you know, these men out here who tell you all the things that they think you want to hear and then live a total different type of life outside of that. Does that make sense? Like, they tell you all of these great things, but girl, they ain't shit. They're lying to you. And you've actually fell for it? So that's Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You actually fall for it. You really do. Even when you know it's like right in front of your face. And that's why I have put that in the topic. Like, that's why you, sh- you, it is exactly what it is, girl. Like, stop trying to make it these fairy tales in your mind about what it, what it could be, what you thought it was. No, girl, it's exactly how it presents itself. And we be knowing that shit. Like, deep down inside, you be knowing it, but you're just so lost in the sauce of what you think is love or what you think this man is really loving you. And I hate to sound like a Debbie Downer or like I'm putting down relationships or men, but that's the vastness of my experience. And that's the best only way I can really translate it. And that's probably made me hardened and, you know, just maybe I got some shit I got to work out because I've been, you know, down these many roads of bullshit. But girl, it, it keep the lesson of this. The moral of the story is, bitch. It is what it is. It is exactly what it represents itself to be. You are not a fool. You are not crazy. Well, you might be crazy, but girl, you ain't that crazy. He did it too. He takes two to tango in this regard. Okay? Period. Anything else? <laughs> well, I can say the only time that I feel like I was... Well, I think... I, okay, I fuck it. I can go ahead and say it. I, I, I felt crazy a few times, but it was looking back you know, on shit that happened 10 years ago. And I'm like, okay, you know, like, bitch, that was crazy. But the only thing that I can say that I felt a little crazy was my last fucking situation. Like, somebody ghosted me and then came back into my life. And I was, gave them a fucking chance because that was me trying to be different, saying, okay, I'm so hard, I'm... I'm, horrible with forgiveness and shit like I'm not that type of person but let me try to be different this time get this person a second chance that was the and then it ended up even worse you know what I'm saying so and that's always been my thing with forgiveness like when you forgive somebody for some shit nine times out of ten they usually come back and do some even more fucked up shit to you so that was like a lesson learned you know what I'm saying so and that that's the the most recent time that I feel like I felt crazy because I I should have stuck with my fucking gut and left your motherfucking ass where you were at. But that also is a beautiful segue into the next topic though. How to recognize when a man is playing on your trauma. Oftentimes broken people make for easy manipulation child. Um I obviously this relates in some way to the other thing. What happened? 
Oh. That was me. You're reading my life. I was the broken oh. person who was moi that's why that's why i came up with it again another experience and i think men can key in it's crazy to me because on every other level men are so dumb they're so stupid but when it comes to the power of manipulation especially when it's like through sex or through you know relationships or trying to get with somebody they have this keen power in zeroing in on all of your flaws, all of your insecurities, all of the things that make you vulnerable to their prowess. And it sucks too, because I feel like men do this. They don't ever care. There's no love there. There's no really emotions behind why they do what they do. It carries itself in a way of like convenience. And I feel like a lot of this is like a learned behavior. We talked last um, episode about, you know, the, the the traumas that men also endure. You know, they don't know what love looks like. They don't know what good, positive, healthy relationships look like because that's not something that's synonymous with their past or their upbringing, right? So I feel like they learn. And mostly a lot of these dudes out here, they're not looking for love, they're looking for help, which goes to a survival thing. How can I zero in? Like, no offense, I'm a big girl, but I feel like a lot of these dudes be trying to get these fat bitches. Let's just keep it real, girl. They they know you got low self-esteem, girl. They know no. that you... It's the truth, though. They zero in, girl. And they make the big girls feel like, oh, they that thing, girl. But really, daddy's trying to use you because tax season is upon us. <laughs> Bitch, winter was coming. Winter is over. Tax season is, is, is here, girl. And he's coming through. Have he wants that PS5. And you've been that girl? I mean, I can, I Why do we add her, girl? Why do we add her? Why do we add her, girl? Why do we, girl? Girl. Bitch, what is it? Have you been that girl? I think we've all been that girl. I think, yeah. I believe in some way. For me, it was never like the low self-esteem part. I think men could like play in on my stupidity when it came to, because I was never one for relationships. So I never really could see the signs and certain things. Because again, remember we talked about my trauma is thinking that through sex, there is love. So a man would know, okay, he's this, he likes what he likes. He's a, you know, he goes overboard with the freak zone. So let me go ahead and play that up more with him. And maybe I can get X, Y, and Z out of this individual. And, but I would like to make this be known. No man has ever gotten cash out of me or whatever. I've been in situations that I thought were relationships and we do things that couples would do. Okay. There would be moments of, you know, I'm out buy some food real quick, girl. You know what I'm saying? But a nigga never got no cash out of me, girl. Okay. A nigga actually tried to steal $40 from me and I ran him over with my car. So there were levels to, you know, the things that a, a dude could get away with from me. Wasn't it a van? It was a van, a Mazda MPV to be exact. Clean over at about 30 miles an hour. When I mean he flew like a Kung Fu movie star child, it was everything. Hello. Hmm. He's dead now. I didn't kill him though. Let me just make that clear. He did die, but I did not kill him. 
he died like a, maybe a year and a half ago or something like that child he turned into a crackhead girl probably robbing folks and someone killed him child but may he rest in peace because he had some good peace <laughs> yes as far as so you have you ever been manipulated before in a relationship have or with a with a dude has a guy ever tried to like zero in on what he would consider to be your insecurity and play with that has it never played with your insecurities before to gain favor i would say yes this guy that i dated in atlanta um it's he knows it's always he atlanta <laughs> The scammers was, never die out there, bitch. bitch. But he was a club hoe. And like, I knew that. And it, it's kind of go back to our last conversation. Like, I knew where he was. But in my mind, I kind of took it like, hmm, maybe he's, what he's telling me is true, you know? So I guess maybe I was a little delusional in that sense as well. Um, but... I don't know. I don't know. I'm a, I'm lost here, y'all. Like I can't relate. So you've never had someone zero, and you never felt like someone zero and girl police. And it's cute though. It's cute because we all have different experiences, and you will represent for the girls that's never experienced that before. So that's fine. But I'm asking again, just for reassurances. Maybe you didn't think about the depth and breadth of you know the topic. So you've never had someone just like zero in on you and try to manipulate you to gain your favor in a relationship or this dude probably thought like he could get over or even using your, like going back to the last question, using your insecurities against you. Not to make you go crazy, but to use your stuff against you. I was the guy that I was just speaking about, like I feel like he came at me like he wanted a relationship. And mm. I kind of played into that and we dated, you know what I'm saying? But he was still a club hoe and he was still fucking other people and shit like that. Even Well, there we, you go. That's a perfect you know, example no, of a man, of, of a manipulation. That, that would probably be the example, but other than that, no, cuz I don't let people in to my space like that. And Let me uh, let me say this so that's a good thing. You trying to fuck with me? I'm cutting you the fuck off. Period. That's a perfect example, though, because I think that can, that's also can be I'm not going to say it's an insecurity, but I can th I think it's something that a lot of these dudes zero in on. If you give off energy that you're relationship oriented and that you're not out here like the rest of the girls, you got some men that will manipulate that situation. They may not get a chance to hit that night or even a week later from meeting you. But in their mind, they're like, OK, I'm going to play this up. I know that um, Jace wants a relationship, so let me play that role. And then I can see if I can get what I can get out of him later on. Or then he's using that thing that you desire technically against you in a way. Because men do that very often. They look for the girls. Okay, yeah, we know we can get the hoes. You know what I'm saying? But I want to try to finesse one of these nicer girls out here. And sometimes I think they do it because it's a challenge. We see a lot of movies and shows in where men are depicted saying these things that they want to put notches on their belt. And I feel like the greater the challenge, the they get off on that shit. Almost like serial killers and psychopaths. They get off on the actual hunt itself, not the end result. You know what I mean? Shout out to, you know, your movie girl, Scream. Okay. The kids live for that stuff. So I feel like, and maybe I am coming from still that hurt, hurt ass place, but this is what I recognize that men do. 
I just want to tell the girls, beware, girl, these false prophets, girl. They will come out here and they'll read you these pamphlets, girl, in a watchtower, girl, at Saturday at 7 o'clock in the morning, honey. And they'll try to sell you a dream, child, and it's really a nightmare. Beware, bitch. But even when I was beware. Young, I wasn't, like, falling for that shit. Like, I tell you all the time, like, fucking Foxy Brown and Lil' Kim and Trina raised me. Like, I... It just my mindset was different. I think you have to be in a certain type of mindset to fall. But you got to understand too, though, Jace. Those girls you idolize—they're rapping about their own experiences because they—they too were victims of the things that we're talking about here. But on the other hand, they were also telling you, "Bitch, pussy is power." Bitch, oh, definitely. Don't fall for this bullshit. Get your. They're telling you what they've learned. That's why? No shit. Like I was dating drug dealers and shit like that because that's what I was after. Like I wanted mm. money. I wanted that type of dude. I wanted that type of lifestyle. So I, I, that's why. That's why I, I, I just can't completely relate to somebody just taking advantage of me and playing on like a, a insecurity or some shit like that because I, I'm quick to cut you off. Like I, I can spot the bullshit. You know what I mean? Like I said, I've been well, stupid you'll a few be times, a time or two, and kind of let a situation slip through the cracks, you know, based on me trying to forgive people or some shit like that. But other than that, bitch, get the fuck out of here. You ain't, you're not coming for me. Cat, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and I'm not trying to sound like that bitch, but it, I'm just, no, fuck a nigga. Oh shit! <laughs> it comes out, child, in Go the ahead. spirit. But that's what that—that's what that registers to me is niggas like they try to do that bullshit. So in my mind, I'm like, fuck a nigga when it comes to that kind of shit. But because there is a difference that's, between that's, man and niggas. That's nigga activity, nigga tree. Yeah. <laughs> the wine is kicking in. And that's cute. I think you'd be a great gay mother for somebody so you could teach them from the ground floor. I think you got a lot of these broken girls out here, myself included, who <clears throat> we don't really have that kind of training or those tools or that kind of, you know, um, what a gumption. Look at me using these old ass fucking words, child. But, you know, like to, we're not instilling that. Like we have to learn it as we go. But I think that's par for the course for everyone's individual journey, though. That was part of your individual journey and the things that myself and Kat and anybody watching this, we all have our own journeys to, to go down, our own crosses to bear, child. So it's good that you've never had that experience on that level. But can I You've say You've been spared from a lot of crazy shit. Trust me. You never want to experience that. It's horrible. And let me say this, like, and I feel like this touches home with you so much, like the specific topic is because the type of people that you choose to deal with. Mm. And I feel like like them trade, them deal, thugs, mm -hmm. all that fuckery. Yeah. That's what comes along with that. And I realized that back in my twenties. Actually, after the second drug dealer that I met, I was like, this is not what the fuck I'm... And I was like 18, 19 at that point. And I'm like, bitch, that shit ain't cute. Like, dealing with them type of niggas. So, after that, I've never really dealt with no DL type of shit. So, mm -hmm. knowing that that's the shit that comes with that, is I, I think that kind of spared me from a lot of the bullshit that you've had to go through. Mm -hmm. But you idolize that shit, so... Bitch, are we, I, I mean, now that we're, you know, 
a year older? I mean, are we stepping in a different direction when it comes to the type of man that we're selecting to date and be involved with? In the words of Fannin from Rookies, I'm living. (laughs) 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 I'm living. I actually have no intention of loving anybody right now other than my damn self. So the only thing these these men can do out here for me is huh, get on those knees and please. Hello. That's all that's all that can happen. Or no, I get on my knees to please. I was that's like, how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm over it. I'm over the whole finding love stuff. I your it'll come when it comes and I'll be okay. I just gotta focus on me, my business, and everything else I'm trying to have go on. I feel like giving so much energy to these men. I've learned my lesson, girl. It's a lot. And I feel like a lot of that stuff was wasted on someone who was nothing. And not even just that recent situation, just men in my life, period. Overall, my whole history. Like I gave a lot of energy away that could have been given to self, that could self-improvement, self-love, just self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? Just every aspect of myself, I could have been given that energy to. And instead it was wasted on nothingness, tumbleweed with no damn purpose at all. And I hate that because unlike Maxine Waters, I can't reclaim my time on that, (laughs) you know? And that's the biggest thing I hate is wasting my time because you'll never get it back. So you just gotta, like I said, it's it's par for my course to where I learn. Now it's time to be over child and apply that shit and move forward, honey. Cause I'm not about to waste no more time. And that's why I enjoy these conversations with both of you because I mean, although I haven't been through that much crazy ass shit when it comes to guys and relationships and stuff like that, but just hearing your stories and shit like that, I can definitely tell you like, hey, like it's it, it's okay to be like, fuck this guy. It's easy to identify shit at the beginning and just cut that shit off. Therefore, you're not, you know, six months in a year later, you're not dealing with this bullshit or having these fucking emotional ass feelings regarding some fuck boy so mm-hmm. that's all i gotta say um, cat you quiet baby what's what's going on doll what's I, going on i had to, I had to be y'all. i need a little meow i just wanted to give y'all the floor um i think um just in closing i think when it comes to delusions and manipulation just see the signs um take off the rose colored glasses and sometimes manipulation can come in different ways like i didn't i didn't relate to yb's version of you know being singled out and being you know and i didn't relate to you either of dating guy just because that was all i heard you know i just i i i was in love you know so i think for me my manipulation came from like people knowing that my heart was in it and it was sort of like that, like, I can do this to him. He ain't going nowhere. Like, you know, I remember being cheated on lots of times. That guy that I was talking to y'all about in the last episode, walking through the club, two months into our relationship, he cheated. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I told myself all the time, Kat, you should have left, you should have left, but I didn't. Because he convinced me that it was just sex and that I could have stuck around and I did. And that became a habit for him. And me dealing with it became a habit for me. And that ended up fucking with my mental and my self-esteem and my confidence. Um, so manipulation for me looked totally different. So it could come in different forms. Just trust yourself. Because I, I knew sitting on those stairs two months in that I should have gotten in my car and drove off. 
I know. I know then and I know now. I should have done that. But um, like Bobby says, it's just a learning tool. You know, it's experience. And over time, you you, you learn not to do that shit again. <laughs> you learn. You definitely look for those things. And you just like, OK, mm-mm, not this time, mister. Like, I'm in a situation now. And it's not romantic or anything. But I had somebody come back into my life that was in my life before who was manipulating me and, and took advantage of me. And now I. It's weird because the dynamic is so weird. The tables have literally turned where like, they are the ones pursuing the friendship. And I'm just like, I, I'm indifferent. I really am like, I love you, boo, but I, I'm really indifferent to this because I've cut off that access that you had to me. Um, but I think the most important thing to take away from this is not to cut off that access from everybody because one person hurts you. Um, discern, you know, what, what, and again, trust yourself. I definitely agree with all of that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that was a very great conversation. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, just one thing that I want to shoot out really quick regarding being delusional in a fucking relationship is just everybody, you need to know who you are. You need to know what you want and you need to just know what your breaking points are. Um, therefore, we don't get into the second portion, which we just discussed, was somebody actually manipulating your ass. So, um, you guys have any closing comments? Or we we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I just want to say, make sure you follow everybody that's on the panel. Make sure you come back every Saturday night at 9 o'clock for another episode of The Kitty Box. If you don't want to watch, you can listen on all streaming platforms and follow us on Instagram at Kitty Box Podcast. Period. Hello, guys. Next time on the Kitty Box. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there, all of the lovers out there. Happy Valentine's Day to y'all. We don't need none of these girls out here that has this been done broccoli. Okay, <laughs> we, we need we need the professionals, honey. So Jason, his company will definitely be um, hired in at Daddy's expense. Hello, God. I guess. Well, yeah, the way you moving, it'll definitely be. You know, you know what I'm saying? Far into the future. Uh, but, you know, no shade. I don't know what they give. You know what I mean? Like, you know what they give. They're all the little women's. <laughs> women's, women's, women's. <laughs> but see what, like, no shade. Girl, we should get canceled, girl. We want to get canceled, girl. <laughs>